What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's funny, my first time getting bullied by a girl. Huh? Yeah, she's great. She liked you. She wasn't bullied. She oh, liked no. you. You wanted to, you know, you punch me. Like I dodged her my whole sixth grade. But I'm telling you, I was super scared of her. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay. And the guy that's stopping by for conversation and a drink today is a rapper, songwriter, entrepreneur, one of the pioneers of trap music, and a reality star. He says he's not a superstar, but he's a star. From the crib, Georgia, Waka Flocka. Yeah, man. Ain't nothing super but them french fries. <laughs> How you been, bro? Man, blessed, man. It's, that's the only thing I can say, blessed. You just got here from there. So what's, what's, what's popping today? You and I were talking off camera, and you say you've been in Atlanta since the fourth grade. I moved there in 94, and we both come to the conclusion. It's not the same city that, nah. I've, that, I, that I moved there in 94, and even when I left six years ago to move to L.A., it's different. No, nah, it's a whole different city, man. It's faster. It's not country as it used to be. Right. You know what I mean? You start seeing people from every walk of life. Right. We got traffic. We uh, never had do, traffic. Do we got traffic? Man, it's traffic at 7 <laughs> o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, I'm like, where are all these people Crazy. going? I think it used to be traffic. You know, walking used to be traffic basically Thanksgiving all the way to the New Year, and then it was cool. Now, yeah. that thing 24-7. Nah, nah, you 24-7. <laughs> About 48-8. So, thanks for stopping by the club. I'm just Let's talk about the crew league, the hip-hop basketball competition. Yeah. You or your team beat... 21 Savage team. Yeah. Now, he said you and y'all team were doing a lot of fouling on demand. But why do you got fouls? <laughs> Just, unless you you. <laughs> you said, well, look, you can don't foul. Come on, man. It's a man. So you're not leaving the game with all your fouls. And tell you, oh, no. Nah. I'm them. using all those. And my, my nephew is just FaceTiming me today. Yeah. Your team beat 21 Savage team 21, 22 20. Yeah. A lot of junk chalk. A lot of you. You're the king, you're the king of A now. Yeah, nah, I'm not okay. Yeah, basketball. Basketball-wise. They ain't touching me. So, you had you got skills like that? I was out of shape, though, man. Oh, so you was out of shape and you man, beat it? I felt like a, a retired plumber. <laughs> you know, one of my family members, the plumber, he's just, he just big. He just be chilling now. Right. But I'm telling you, I jumped for this rebound, man. I'm telling you, man. That shock I got through my leg right. was unbelievable. But I got more endurance than all of them. See, these guys go out and party and drink and do right. this. One rule I loved about it is, that the celebrity or the captain can't come out the game unless both decide to do it. Right. So for me, I'm going to make you run over four four quarters. So you didn't come out of the game? Hell no. Nah. You won the MVP. Yeah. But that was our strategy from the beginning. Right. We said all we got to do is keep the artists in the game. Right. They, can't, they, won't, they won't be able to survive. So obviously you're very competitive. Did you play sports growing up? Yeah, I played basketball. I tried football. But... Why you? Man, bigger you are, you tried it. Hey, what do you man. mean you tried it? You big too. What, yeah. you, what happened? You get mad and want to come play football. Now you got to hit me. Yeah, nah, yeah, it ain't going yeah. down like but that. But that was the thing. If you get mad, that's, that's the thing. You can get mad and just lay somebody out, and it's all within the rules. See, basketball, I can just shoot your eyes out. No, nah, I don't want to shoot nobody out. Going to paint. I won't go on. If I'm mad already, going to paint with you. Man to man. Like, uh. Dude, me being mad at you and raining the three as opposed to me putting this four oh, on no, the no, no. Me raining is putting the, putting the ball backing <laughs> you down. That's so you play you played basketball. Were you good at it? I was great at it. My problem my problem was my attitude. 
Mm-hmm. It showed me, man, basketball showed me that uh, your team is everything. You is nothing. Right. So, and I was just a ball hog. I was just a missing order. I felt like I didn't have to practice. I felt like I didn't have to do suicides. And I was unorganized. Right. So by me failing to make it to the NBA, I felt like it, it showed me and I opened that people around you is everything. So that was your goal growing up. You you played basketball. You felt you had the skills to make it to the next level. Oh, definitely. My, I wanted, out of basketball, what I wanted to be was uh, an astronaut, a basketball player, or just get money. Well, you got the money. So I guess being a bad. I don't got the money yet. You got some money, but you want more money. Now, I ain't got no money. That's the cold part. I need some money. Man, go ahead, old man. Come yeah, on. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were growing up, what you wanted to be an astronaut, you wanted to be a basketball player, but what was your fallback plan if none of those things happened? The streets. The streets? Yeah. So you wanted the slang? I ain't want to slang. The streets. So what are you going to do in the street? I'll get some money. How you get money? Hey. Selling mixtapes? Hey. hey. Washing cars? Hey. The streets? <laughs> I, I, hey, the streets, you ain't need no application. You right. need no degree. You just need to be li- be lawless, man. And I feel like I, I, I missed basketball. I feel like I fucked up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, you, you threw caution to the wind. You ain't even really care after that, huh? I, I never believed I could go to college. That wasn't even a thought in my head. Like, I'm telling you, bro, the streets. There's no, I, me growing up is not how black, you know, what we call black kids in our neighborhoods today. We didn't have real estate agents. Mm-hmm. We didn't have none of that. We didn't have no entrepreneurship. That shit was unheard of. So in your neighborhood, you didn't have anybody to aspire to. So you saw the people in the street. So that's what you aspired to. Now, I, it ain't that I even seen them. I, I wasn't even inspired by them either. Right. I just knew I needed something to get to the next level. And, right. and what was close to me was street stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, so I'm just a, a call a spade a spade. Right. But I wasn't there to broadcast about it, brag about it. I'm not the kind of person that do that. You would never know what I do. Right. So I was just, I needed something to go to the next level. But I'm not a person that settled for less. Right. I always, no, I'm not a person that brag, brag about things that's not positive at right. the end of the day. So for me, man, I just knew I'm going to be something. Right. But one thing I always kept was a book in my hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? I always made sure, man, it ain't gangster to be dumb. Gangsters can read. Right. So I just took the gangster image to the next level. Like, oh, yo, was gangsters taking care of my family? Mm-hmm. Was gangsters keeping my little brother right. alive? Was gangsters keeping my homies alive? Was, right. And I didn't want to risk nobody's life for my lifestyle. But you know when you're in that lifestyle, you're risking others' life, people's life in Not that lifestyle. Unconsciously, you know? Yeah. Now I know, because back then it was it was more so I feel like I was helping you, because if I'm in the streets and you respect my, if you respect the name and how I'm coming, man, you ain't gonna touch my family. Right. I know that from being a kid growing up. Right. So it's more, I was more big on respect. I wanted the streets for respect because respect gets you paid. Right. I don't know that where I'm from, respect gets you paid. Right. So that's why I, I want respect. Well, that's the number one currency. Yeah, love and respect. That's all <laughs> I love, love and respect. So you're doing what you're doing. Did you have a game? Did you have a game like, I'm going to do this for five years, I'm going to do this for 10 years? How long did you sit out and say, I'm going to hustle? I didn't even have a limit on it. I just wanted to find a better hustle. That's so it. one hustle led to another hustle. That's it. So is that how you morphed into the rap game? You started hustling like, well, dang. You, you hear know, other guys rapping like, I can, like, I can do that. You no, know, it's funny. My mother had an artist she was uh, managing. She had a chance to like uh, do community work for him. Okay. And uh, I ended up uh, getting close to him. We right. became best friends. Right. So I'm, I thought to myself, I said, yo, maybe he can be a big rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. believe in him. Right. Like, I, hey, Gooch, I believe in you. Right. Bro. I'm with you. So I started from right there. I said, you know what I'm going to be? I'm about to learn my first job I ever uh, outside of anything. I'm, I'm going to be your assistant, bro. Right. I'm going to be your security. I'm going to have to be your role. But this stuff, I never knew these titles. But this is what I was doing. I, hey, bro, you can't even pick a bag up. You're a star. So that's what I was so on. So you have all that? Oh, of course. If he get out, if, if I help him blow up, I'm gone. That's And we created, a, we created a company together. We was like, yo, let's take this to the next level. And that's what I did. So on that, I learned how to be security, role manager, assistant booking agent. I learned all these roles. So when I seen God, God put me in a new atmosphere, I didn't take that gift for granted. Right. I took it and went up with it. Right. And that's what, and thank God for that today. So your mom was was a manager or helped oh, get help get Gooch started. Yeah, my mother was super one. Right. And She's so that, and so you 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 tagged along. You jumped on Gooch coattails and said, hey bro, we we you the, going to nah, the top, I, pull me with you. All jokes aside, my, my mother told me, she's like a walker, I you need to go on a roll with him, try it out. I couldn't do it. I feel like if I chase him, it's like, you know, we from the, it's like meat riding. You know, like, right. I'm not a meat rider, this guy. Right. My mother's like, yo, Walker, just do it. 
I need you to do this. And right. I thought like, this is my mother investment. Right. So at least if I'm going to go out here hard for, for gangs or crews, I need to go hard for my mother investment. Right. If I'm willing to take a bullet in the street, I need to take a bullet for her investment. So right. I'm like, I'm going to die to make sure he go. Right. And I, I really felt like that. I really felt like whoever touched this man, I'm going to prison. Right. Y'all don't leave him alone. Wow. I'm 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 a man, I'm trying to jump over. You the you floor. about it, but about it. I'm about it today, but I'm not gonna <laughs> risk my life for it. Right. Yeah. I read when you said my gun was like my father. It was like a bully stopper. It was comforting. It is, man. Tell you, it's a bully stopper, bro. Like you, and it's just sad. Yo. I mean, but but you can have you can have ten police cars and two officers in it. They could patrol ten hours out the day, and it's still dangerous. Right. So it's letting you know, man, police only there to pick up the body or help you to the ambulance. Right. They ain't never there to stop the crime when I was coming. So I had to have a gun. Mandatory. Mandatory. Like, it's no plan. But I mean, but you know, you do realize that when you pick that gun up, that you know, you you taking that thing for a reason and you know you like, I might I'm gonna have to use it, but you were gonna kill a brother. I don't know what I was gonna do, right? But I tell you this, I grew up in a battlefield. Well, when I, I opened my eyes, I hear swords. Guys yelling, oh, and to go outside, and you've got supermarkets in the battlefield. You have schools in the battlefield. You have life in the battlefield. So I'm not going to go on a battlefield, but unarmed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I have to. So what did, what, did your, what did your mom say? What was your mom thinking? Because I know mom ain't, ain't for this. Nah. I know she's trying to talk to you and say, Walker, come on now. I definitely played a good role. Uh, <laughs> She ain't know you like that. Oh, huh? no, 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 no. I ain't playing with her. But she ain't one of them. Hey, right. my mother ain't one of them people like, oh, yeah, go sell drugs, huh? Right. So I would knock your head off your shoulders. Like, right. she was that woman. So I just had to, and she know I played basketball, so. But then when I got into some trouble, somebody came, knocked on the door, like, hey, your son did some stuff to my house. I'm like, oh, shit, that's your friend? I'm, my own, her son be tripping like me. That's the best friend you shit. But, yeah. You said the gun was your bully stopper. Did you get bullied? Hell yeah. It's funny, my first time getting bullied was by a girl. Huh? Yeah, sixth grade. She liked you. She ain't wasn't bullied. She oh, liked no. you. She just wanted to, you know. She punched me. Like, I dodged her my whole sixth grade. But I'm telling you, I was super scared of her. Right. But I got in, in the hoods, of course you get bullied. Elementary school in New York. Right. They was taking your bus pass. I'm desperate chasing you. Like, that shit was real. My whole life was just real. Right. But I'm just not here to complain about it. I'm not here to make that like a sob story. Right. That was just my strength. So that helped me today when I do business today, sitting across the table from anybody. I'm not never gonna settle for less. You're never gonna take advantage of me. I'm never gonna complain. Right. But we're gonna talk about business, though. We're gonna get it done. Your first tattoo, hit squad, tatted on your fingers. Yeah. Your homie did it with a tattoo gun. Yeah, he did it with a uh with a, a uh, paper clip. Huh? Paper clip, uh, ink from a pen. My, oh, my best I, I don't I don't know who who's more insane. Him for doing it or you for allowing him to do it. Yeah, he learned he went to <laughs> He went to jail, learned how to do some tattoos. I'm like, oh boy, I'm getting tatted. <laughs> and he was in punching that shit like, yo, that shit. And so you, oh, he came, so he came out. You was his canvas. That's right. Let's get it. And you, bro, you let a man tattoo you with a paperclip? Yeah, I messed up in school, so I was already in the streets right there. When right. I knew I couldn't go to school, I'm like, oh, I'm head first in this. That's that's who I am. This, how this bad did that hurt? How old were you when you got the tattoo? I had like 17. Hit squad. 18. That was the name of your your crew. Yeah, that was the name of my friends, yeah. <laughs> your friends? Yeah, that was my friends. My friends, that was the name of us. So in your your friends, the yeah. homies, yeah. click. Um, y'all fight? Love fighting. Love it. Fighting is everything. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not a violent guy, but the gun shit is cool when it's have to be. But you rather knuckle up. Oh God, come on. Go on, beat <laughs> my life, beat my ass, man. Come on, you, you, these kids, a lot of kids today, I guarantee they never had a fight. No. Man. It's too easy, it's too easy to pull that strap though. Yeah, you don't want no guns. That's cool. I can't, I, I honestly got truth today. I can't even see myself reacting like that. Right. Yo, people dis, people get real disrespectful. But for me, man, God gave me something that, that I had to realize the power of choice. Right. Walker, you have a choice to allow to let this shit bother you. Right. I can't let y'all bother. I got too much. You got too much skin. You got too much to stay. I don't put too much work in here. Right. I'm 36 years old. I'm right. too grown to be a punk, a pussy, a lame, right. a sucker of this. I'm just going to dip, my boy. Y'all too right. aggressive. Like, right. But you put this possum in a corner, it's going down. Right. It's, it's going up. So when you go back to your old hood, they show you love, right? I mean, there ain't no disrespect coming from the hood. Nah, never that. But, you know, my thing is this, right? My whole, the, yo, First of all, my whole shit coming up was mm -hmm. to make it out the out, hood. Correct. 
I'm not one of them niggas go be a billionaire and go sit in the hood and roll dice and smoke weed. And right, right. I want to buy the block. Right. I want, I want our name on the block. Right. That's going back to the hood. Okay. But what stopped me and what, what actually made me stop hanging in the hood was Dick Gregory. Okay. I watched this clip. Dick Gregory was like, nigga, why you buy this Rolls Royce? To ride through the hood to show you the richest motherfucker? That I can't buy one? And da da And it's crazy because that's why I bought it. Right. I was young, like, nigga, right. we getting money on the South Side. I'm finna pull a phantom out here, da da da. But that was ignorant. And at the same time, I could have bought this condo downtown Atlanta that I ride by every day today. Right. And it's fucking five times the value. Right. I, the egg on my face, right? So when I seen Dick Gregory do that, I actually got out that car. I ended up getting in an Escalade. And I've been driving an Escalade ever since 2011. And I don't barely be home. Like, I don't, cars to me are just, I start figuring Appreciating out. Appreciating assets, huh? And I mean, they're not, I mean, come on. I mean, we need one to get from point A to point B, but at what point? Because you probably had everything. So now, is it is it a means of transportation or is it a means to get attention? You know what it was? The, the problem, yo, this shit crazy. The problem is like the things I wanted to be and grow up to be, I got there. Right. At Twenty three years old. Okay. My I was sitting so high on top of my mountain, I just kept smelling something. Right. It just smelled like manure. I was standing on top of shit mountain. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have no business. I didn't have no financial literacy. I didn't have an insurance policy. I didn't know what trust accounts was, shell companies. I didn't know how to go buy tangible businesses. I didn't know nothing. So I'm like, yo, how am I this famous guy and I'm the big homie and y'all respected me, but I can't even tell you how to go open up a bank account. I didn't even know how to open up a bank account, Sharp. I'm telling you, I learned that at right. 23 years old. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm all respect to my mother. My mother ain't have time to teach us that. She was too busy paying bills. Right. And making sure we alive. So when I learned that part, it felt so good learning that. Like, usually if I if I want to run uh, money up, I have to go in the streets now. I got good credit, some holding companies. I go get me a loan. Right. I go get a loan right now for $10 million, $20 million, $100 million. It's, it's just perspectives. Right. And a good business plan. It's easy. So when you start learning things like that, why would you be an edge monster? Right. I know anybody right now, yo. I don't care how gangster you are. My boy, if you start learning this real business, man, you ain't you thugging. That, that thug, man, who? I wish you, man, I ain't going. I'm good. I'm not going nowhere with, with, with all the odds is against me. I can't do that. It's stupidity. So right. uh, that's what made me stop, man. I was on top of shit mountain, and I wanted to build Mount Everest. Right. And I knew it was all right here in my brain. I, I got tired of just... Anytime I see a crowd of black people, I'm, I'm clutching. If I get around a bunch of Chinese guys or white guys or this guy, I'm kind of cool. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why am I like that? Right. I broke out of that. I want to, I want to perfect me. I didn't want to be this person that would, what they want to say, America wants you to be all, every black man say, yo, niggas don't trust black people. This. I want to be me, man. I say, oh, Walker, how could you change anything if you can't change yourself? How could you change the world if you can't change your family? How could you change your family? If you can't change your neighborhood, how could you change the country if you can't change your state? So you have to change you, your family, your neighborhood, then your state. So that's a lot of pillars mentally you have to get through as a man. So for me, I want to be that. I'm, there's no such thing as perfect. That's why I'm going to perfection. So I, that's how I live, man. You say growing up you was good with the hands. Did you ever think about becoming a boxer? Oh, of course. I was going to do UFC. Oh, uh that's a whole different animal now. No, it ain't. That's, that's, a, that's a lit. Hey, man, in boxing, I ain't got nothing to worry about but these. And in, in UFC, you got to worry about these. Oh, yeah, them knees these, and bows. These, these, yeah, gotcha. that. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. I can't, I'm with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially if I messed up on everything in life. Ooh, you better get ready. <laughs> Boy, if this my only hustle, Right. it's over. Like, I proved that in rap. When rap was my only hustle, I right. made it. I couldn't eat rap. I couldn't even tell you what a bar was, what right. a metaphor is. I still don't know how to right. do it. I don't know how to count none of that stuff. But when this is my only hustle, I'm finna show you how to win. Right. Like, that's all it is. You spoke about your mom, and she's helped Nicki Minaj, French Montana, Yo Gotti. What, what, what exactly did she do that you was like, man, my mom got a real honest hustle. Bro, let me leave these streets. Let me get me all this hustle. Yeah, well, besides Yo Gotti, I ain't never heard. But... Uh, Yo, my mother, my superhero. Right. My whole life. Are you the only child? Nah. Okay. We love our mother. Right. Like we, I'm like my mother's goon. Like I used to like literally hide and follow my mother. Like somebody's like, yo, Miss Deborah over here, I go over there. Like I actually watched my mother as a kid kicking prostitution houses, grabbing little girls out of them. Right. Fighting pimps. 
Like my mom was just a different breed of a woman. Right. So I just look like, yo, how can I complain? And it's a woman doing right. it. Right. Right. And she just she everything, bro. I wouldn't. I I give everything to my mother. Like in music, it was it wasn't it wasn't a smooth ride, but it could have been way worse if I didn't have her around. So it, for you, is rap a family business? For, nah, nah, hell no. So it's about to become a family business. But as as you saw your mom doing what you do, you say she now nah, she a hustler. See, my yes. mother, yeah, she's a, a full blown hustler. Is that where you get your hustle from? Definitely, definitely. Well, she she the truth. So what, how how does she teach you about business? Because you say you didn't really know anything about business, but you saw her. She had to have a good game plan together because some of these big artists, although they were probably starting at the bottom, they were entrusting her. Uh, yeah. You, you, the only the problem with people entrusting people, you just don't trust yourself. Right. That's one. Um, I think with my mother, she was a great teacher at showing you what she do, not explaining to you how to do it. Right. My okay. mother, she's the kind of teacher that. She want to see if the students is bringing to the table and not doing what she do. So I automatically knew, I'm like, yo, now I don't have a vocal mother. Like, she's straight stone cold with us. Right. Like, she the kind of mother, like, you don't wake up, go to school. She's like, oh, it's okay. That's your little stupid ass, but you gonna get the fuck out of my house when you get grown. Like, <laughs> that's definitely, like, I'm telling you, she, she ain't with no cookie cutting. Right. So for me, I want to, I say, you know something, Walker? This is what I'm great at. I have to find everywhere my mother's weak at. Right. And fill in for strength. Okay. So it's like, why would I go do the same job she did if she spent X amount of years to do it? I need to come here and build on it. Right. Because I watch a lot of kids from my neighborhood, like black kids, everything their parents do, they do the opposite. Right. And I never understood that. I'm like, yo, if your parents working for 20 years, why wouldn't you build around that? Right. So that's all I did, man. I yeah. just, I went everywhere my mother needed filling at. And handle it. I'm a mama's boy, excuse me. If I never had a girl, I would have stayed living with my mother. How long had your mom been in the rap, in, in the music industry? Sure, nah, we've been, our, our family's been connected to music since Run DMZ. Wow. Like, these folks are all through the house. Like, any kind of artist, I just don't want any name and stuff, I really don't like stuff. Like, right. But I promise to you, everybody was in my grandmother's house. Right. Or any rapper you probably can think about. Well, then if you saw that growing up, what made you want to go to the hustle game? If you saw that, what your, your, what your mom and what your grandmom and what and you could become, why'd you go the opposite? You say you don't understand when you see kids do the opposite of what their parents do, but you were doing the opposite. Was I? <laughs> yeah, you were doing the opposite. I don't, you know, I would love to answer that question, but I can't. <laughs> when Gooch, you say you, you tagged along with Gooch. But so when, did, when Gooch went to a club man. Is that when you started rapping? Nah, actually, man, I started rapping because Gooch kept going to jail in the beginning. Right. Like, he couldn't even stay out of jail for a year straight. He's like miscellaneous stuff. Then it got to a point where locally, people was like, oh, Walker, you made it. I'm like, nigga, I only got $3,000 in my pocket. Like, <laughs> so when I was trying to do stuff that I normally do, people looking at me like, man, why you over here, bro? You know you ain't got to do this. Y'all lit. Right. I'm like, no, the fuck we ain't. So it forced me to get in the studio and become a rapper. I remember when I was becoming a rapper, Goose like, man, I don't like you rapping, man. You need to be a goon. I'm like, what? The huh? Fuck? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hell no. But in my head, I'm like, eh, nigga, I'm about to make us big. Like, right. We're not about to fall. Right. So that's all it was. It was about just picking the team up and running right. with it. That's all I wanted to do. So the Brick Squad, your, your crew, your clique. So how did you come up with the name? How do you like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I, I'm done with that. All that other stuff that I used to do, I'm done. This is... This is my tunnel vision. Because you seem like a very focused. Like, when you set your mind to something, whatever it is, oh, it's good, bad, and different, when you set your mind to something, you going down that road. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to send an army out. <laughs> you know, I'm the guy that don't change, though. I'm the guy that evolved. Right. So I just wanted to evolve. It wasn't about, like, what I did and right. not doing it. I evolved from that. So how do you say we came from a crew, a clique, to a company? Right. To an organization. Correct. So that's what I wanted. I'm like, yo, Walker, you can do it. It's just like, how could you not do this, man? This is America. So how do you how did you organize? Because you're like by making a, a million fucking mistakes. And and every mistake, And none of them broke you. None of nothing. They didn't break me. How could you break me? I'm like it's nothing in the world gonna break me. I could walk with no arms and legs. I'm still never gonna be broken. I got my mind, man. So how are you able to build a a a, a fan base so quickly? I, I guess genuine and realness. All you gotta do is be real. Be authentic. I don't have nothing against artists today, but I never was the kind of artist to be flashing guns and cameras and somebody killing you all day. And that ain't my swag. I couldn't do. I had a, I had a chance to do that, right? Right. Like I had a chance to make like just 
manifesting murder is what I call it. So I had that manifesting murder uh, music, right? Right. But at the end of the day, I said, yo, I got a party still. People are like, yo, why can you switch it up with EDM? But I'm like, yo, I had that on my first album. Right. I was, I just wanted to rock with everybody. Right. I wasn't, I was entertaining. Right. Because I knew I was a shit rapper. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm gonna, be a, I'm gonna be the best entertainer. That's something I know y'all not gonna mess with me with. I know, but when I came out and doing music, Recession was out. Right. Yeah, I think I came out in 08, 09. Right. It was Recession. Right. You know what I'm saying? Rappers was on stage, like, being cool. I came out headbanging. I, and I see just from the era of me coming out, I see what it created. I see now we on festivals. I used to be the only rapper in our era on festivals. Right. They used to be like, festival? What the fuck is that? I remember I used to take pictures at festivals. He was like, damn, you got a big fan base. I remember in America, my, my label was like, yo, I gave him this album called Friends, Fans, and Family. They was like, nah, we don't want this. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all want me to just keep talking about killing people and girls sucking my balls all day? Like, yeah. that's crazy. I got a daughter. Right. I got little brothers. I got little homies. So I went overseas myself. I ended up, me, me and my friend Brick, we ended up going over there, taking us a, a cameraman that speaks French, learn English through rap. And we went all through Europe, all through Germany, all through Sweden, everywhere, and rocked all the festivals. And I, because I, I seen this quote, there's like, yo, pictures say a, th- a thousand things. So all I did was just keep taking pictures everywhere. I was damn near paying for some of the festivals to get on. I ain't care. I knew I was a star. Right. Once they see what, what I got going on, they go love me. So every time I perform, they're like, yo, we'll give you 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever to come back. Yo, you amazing. You're not like other rap artists because American artists had shitty names back then. Right. They're like, American artists come charge a lot of money and give a shit show. Right. That's what they always said. Yeah. So it was pretty good. When you came out, you came out hard, hard in the paint. Oh, let's do it. So hard in the paint. How did that come about? Was that because, like, hey, I'm here, I'm going hard. Oh, yeah, so this was hard in the paint was. I'll call, like, it was inspired, inspired by LeBron James. Okay. And LeBron James never was alive. That song would never be out here. Right. So I was like, damn, yo, LeBron's my favorite player right now. Yeah. LeBron and KD. So I'm like, yo, you know what I got you, LeBron. I know right. what I'm going to do. I'm going, I'm LeBron in the streets. Okay. And I had a mixtape called LeBron Flocka James. Yeah. And that was the highlight song of the tape. Right. I wanted that to be an album. And the shit just blew up. And I know, like, like, I come from a background of whooping. If you don't know what whooping is, that's your fault. And I, I was like, man, if I go to the jungles, that'll just put some connection with the South and the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So I came to California, and I wanted to hang with every gang that was alive here because I wanted to unify it. I was more of a, like a brotherhood kind of guy. So I was like, shit, if I could make it in the jungles, then I could touch L.A. And I just wanted to touch them. I just wanted to let them know, bro, this shit bigger than the streets. Y'all folks got Hollywood by y'all. Y'all folks got a beach. Y'all folks living in an area where all the technology at, bro. If y'all just put that hammer down, bro, and put your ego where your nuts at, I'm telling you, you'll be real rich. And I want to show them, like, y'all risk my life to show y'all this. That's why I walked in there. I ain't walking there to be the hardest man on earth. I walked in there to show you, man, you got to be lawless and limitless if you want to get to the next level. And when I say lawless, meaning your laws, you don't live by what you, your rules and what you set in life. You got to be better and bigger. That's, and I'm just, I'm just that guy. I got to be better and bigger. How does it make you feel when you hear athletes playing your song? They're getting ready to go play on the football, get on the field, play football, play basketball, and you hear them playing your song. What, what does that do for you? Hell, shit, man. I ain't make new music in 2012, man. To hear it play like it just came out yesterday here, you know, I don't even feel famous. Right. So I, I listen to that shit like it's somebody else, too. Right. It's, just, it's, it's the energy in it. What was it like when you first, the first time you heard your music played? Radio, you in the club? I was on the phone. You on the phone? Yeah, my brother called me. Okay. My brother called me like, yo. My older brother, he, he funny as a motherfucker. <laughs> he, I, by the way, my older brother never had an enemy in his life. Right. He'll call me like, yo, yo, Walker. Yo, these niggas stole your name. I'm like, who? I can, I can match his face. He's like, yo, you on here in the background? I hear, yeah. Oh, dude. I'm like, oh, shit, it is popping. Like, I'm in my head like, oh, shit. I'm like, nah, I don't know who that is, man. I'm like, all right. Next thing you know, he's going on the radio. You're like, yo, you on the radio? I'm like, yo. I'm like, all right, I made it, nigga. It's yeah. up now. That was, that was, that's, that's when you know. Oh, it was over. So now you're performing in the club. You, I mean, so when you started out, you go to clubs, you know, small clubs. I mean, they probably play in you. I what? still do it right now. You I still, still do club scene? A 300 venue. I love it. I cannot stand big crowds. It's, it's all, to me, big crowd music is just like me digging in your pockets. Right. I got to be up and close to y'all. I have to. You if I do a stadium, I got to walk it. around the whole stadium. Right. I'm not even gonna lie to you, I have to be around people, like. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You said, which city is your t- roughest? So when you don't have no VIP. You don't have... Yeah, have- I, I blame everybody in the VIP. What well, that ain't VIP there? Cause it's a party. Like who goes to the club the the, the sipping and sipping chill? You know what? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, hey, and but that, that's for the I, thing though. For I, I'm, I'm older now. I can go sipping chill. Right. If I'm young. I'm like, bro, I'm not about to be here with the, my homeboys. Right. We about to be here with the club, buddy. Right. Like that's how I am, man. It, got, it have to be a memory. Man, I'm looking at some of the clams. I mean, the heavy hitters: a Drake, Lil Wayne, Future Ti, Rick Ross, Offset, Wale, Machine Gun, Fred. I mean, bro, when you're in the studio with these guys. Because I remember the first time, and I, I, I'm going to try to equate it to something, going to the Pro Bowl. And my quarterback, I played with John Elway, but I go to the Pro Bowl and Dan Marino and Warren Moon and Jim Kelly. Later in my career, I got Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. And I'm like, okay. And the DBs are over there. I'm like, I got to put my – man, I got I to gotta show why. I got to show these guys why I'm over here. Yeah. When you get to the studio and you got these heavy hitters, do you like, damn, man, I got to bring it. Hell no, I just rap for my fans. I don't care nothing about them. You, and so you, Most times, I just send music. Like, bro, I'm telling you, Shannon, man, listen, basketball showed me it's about the people. Right. I don't care nothing about awards. All due respect to every artist out here. Man, F y'all. I'm for the people, man. I know the most. So you solid, making music for them? You ain't. Man, oh, God. They made me. Fans made me, man. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shit without people. So what I look like impressing a celebrity? What I look like trying to outwrap you? I'm trying to outwrap myself to make people love me some more. Right. So it's all about fans with me. I'm a fan for it guy in real life. Like, in real time, I have to fuck with the people. That's the problem today. People don't fuck with people. They just talk shit all day. That's why all this philosophical-ass uh, podcast is coming out there. Motherfucker, put that podcast in the neighborhood and talk. Get the fuck from behind the green screen. That's why I be trying to tell young niggas they're doing it. Like, bro, y'all too young. Go touch people. Let the OGs do that. Y'all got to touch people. Right. These people need that. When I was young, rappers and ballplayers, it was coming to our neighborhood. It, right. was, it felt good. Now, people get on Instagram and get shooken up. I wish I would. I still go talk anywhere in the world. I don't, man, I don't care how tough your neighborhood is, my boy. Because you just didn't see light yet. It's just dark over there. Right. When I put a light bulb in that motherfucker, it's going down. Right. First come the mosquitoes and everybody else. <laughs> Do you, do you ever get riders blocked? Do you ever get like, damn, where I want to go with this? Man, uh, no. Just don't want to do it. I just, it got to a point like, man, I, I like my music I already put out. Shit, why well, make it even more? I can't, and it's hard to rap with people. Like, what I'm going to rap about? Uh, sleeping with the bad bitch, drinking. I don't drink lean. I don't pop pills. I barely drink liquor. I only just smoke puff a little bit. I can't rap with somebody that's 18 years old. What do we have in common? I'm not spending no block. I'm going, I'm going to erase that motherfucker if I got to. That's my mindset. So why would I? I just don't got nothing in common with people. And then I'm just, we just got different styles. Right. These guys got mellow tone stuff. I don't, I can't go and say, like, you know, I'm in this thing and I'm tripping. I'm dripping and swagging. Man, I, I can't, I'll be bored. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't be in that motherfucker harmonizing. I like the music, but I can't do that. I want to party. I want to yell. I want to. Right. I just took a break. My music's still good, so why do I make another record for it? Before your debut album, you were shot and robbed in a car wash. Do you know what happened? Yeah, I still go to the car wash. Yeah, I know what happened. Definitely, 100%. I thank God for that, too. That was a blessing. Why? Because that weekend, I was making like a quarter million. I was going to buy some bricks and some pounds. And that's God that stopped me. I thank God. I was arrogant as fuck. I wanted to, that's when I, I got, it, it turned me dark. It turned me dark all the way. I just felt like I just wanted to just be there. Be there, motherfucker up, turn hoods up and organize shit. I was I was into I was just too I was bad. Yeah. I thank God for that. And that walker died that day too. I'm telling you. They took the jewelry? Oh, uh, yeah, it took a chain. A little brace. Did you want to give it up? You didn't want to give it up, did you? Hell nah. <laughs> what? Hell nah. Why not? 
Fuck, you gotta kill me for it. Nah, hell no, you don't. Here, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You got it insured? Nah, man. And if you, even if you didn't, you uh, go get some more. Again, back then, how do you think like that? You think this is my life? We ignorant. We don't have this. Kind yeah. Of I tell you what, you can get some more of a watch, a bracelet, a chain. I tell you what, you can't get no more of a life. How do you know? I might go a higher plane. <laughs> well, God, right. God probably got a bigger purpose for me. And right then and there, it wasn't. Right. I'm telling you, Charlotte, like, I, man, look here, man. I ain't got time to be playing with you, buddy. You ain't taking this. Do your job. <laughs> Who is you talking about? Like, it's nothing. I'm just, like, I'm that kind of person. Like, but today, shit, yeah, I'll take this shit, man. Go ahead. How many times you get hit? Uh, doctor said I got hit four times with one bullet. It's crazy. I got penetrated once, but it hit here, hit my shoulder blade, came through my ribs, hit one of my lungs, and almost pinched my spinal cord. And he like said, probably from the force of me punching, too. So you was fighting? Hell yeah, yeah. I was trying to knock his ass out. But I hesitated. That was my problem. I thank God for my... I, the guy that shot me, I never wanted to kill him, either. Right. I had every opportunity in the world to do him in jail. So you know who did it? Oh, yeah, definitely. But why kill him? He made me... I'm a fucking millionaire. For I, did he ever apologize? I don't even want it. The, the bullet, I deserved that bullet. Man, I'm telling you, that motherfucker, I deserved that motherfucker. Because you was out there bad, huh? Man, I deserved it. <laughs> Buddy could go get a job. I teach him how to put the gun down. I deserve it, man. The shit I know today, man, I can't be mad at nobody because it helped create who I am today. Your debut album, you called it Flockavelli. Named it after Tupac. Yeah. Both of you, I mean, is that because Tupac was shot? He talks about it. You know, nah, you know what? I got it from Tupac, but I actually got it from Machiavelli. Okay. When I found out who Machiavelli was, the guy the that everybody went against. Nicole Machiavelli. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. just the guy that shitted on, slept on, but he was that guy. Yeah. I felt like that in hip hop. Right. Can't, 30 years after Tupac and Biggie, and we still haven't, we saw Takeoff just recently got killed. Yeah. PNB Rock, we see Trouble, we see Take. I mean, I mean Takeoff, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come, I mean, uh, uh, Pop Smoke, I mean, these guys, uh, yeah, come on. Come on, come on, Walker. Hey, give, so, me, give me something. Why? I, why? I, I can't tell you why, and I never want to speak on nobody's death, but I could tell you this. When God bless you, right, mm -hmm. you have to change your ways. You have to evolve. You have to. That's all I can say. Right. Uh, I, I can just say wrong place, wrong time for these guys. So when you, I think take off, they say take off with, 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 with uh, uh, and they were, you know, rolling dice. So in other words, once you ascend to a certain level, you got to leave that alone. Oh, yeah, I don't you, roll can't, dice. you can't go back to the street. And I know, look, I don't been, you know, I, with I'm all, With all respect, how, why would I roll dice with somebody that ain't on my tax break? It's liability that some right. shit could happen. I ain't gonna lie, I, I've been there. I've been going back to the crib, roll dice, play cards. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't you know, gamble though. But you, you know, know what I do gamble with? What? My business, my right. life. I'm ahead driving around drunk drivers and angry guys. You know what? What it is, uh, Walker, is that I think I wanted to show that I'm, bro. I'm still Shannon. I'm still the guy that came from Glenville. That you know. Went to high school, which I was in the same classroom with a lot of you guys. Some of you guys dropped out. Some of you else made it through. I went to college with. I, I'm still me, bro. I, I don't look at. I, I was like, oh, I'm trying crazy. to show you that I don't think I'm better than you. Yeah. And I felt that was the only way for me to show that I wasn't better. Oh, yeah, than I ain't never been that. Come back, you know what I'm saying? I watch people die every day like that. That's why I ain't never be him. And it's crazy. I grew up always an outsider. Always. So even in my neighborhood growing up, I was an outsider. I'm a New York nigga. They're like, hey, what's up, New York? Right. So I'm never from the neighborhood, but I am. Right. Like, I ain't got nothing to prove to y'all. Yo, you could be like, yo, that nigga walk lame. He ain't allowed in the hood. Right. Man, what hood? Nigga, what you talking about? I'm fuck about no hood. I'm in my neighborhood. Come over here. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. even have that attitude. I don't, right. That shit don't. I'm not rolling no dice. So I think, yo, when y'all done, hit me. I'm out. Like, right. I'm not I'm not him. I'm out. I, I know what outside really look like. Well, I know God was looking on me because I done brought so many pieces and set it out and brought going and we gonna get a case of beer and hey, we roll the dice, I play cards with them and then hey. But they look, you know, the thing I can honestly say about my homeboy, and I knew what a lot of them was doing, like, hey bro, I'm going back to the city. Y'all wanna ride? I said, nah, sharp, you know what we do. I don't even want to put it like that, cause if you get stopped and we got they gonna, hey, you the big fish. Hey, I hit you up tomorrow. Or I'm about to go do this, I hit you tomorrow. I'm like, bro, good looking. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I, like I said, I just think I wanted to show them. Right. I'm one of the guys. No, I'm not. I know. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was never one of them. But I wanted to show them. <laughs> I'm still. Hey, even though y'all see your boy on TV and I'm playing and I'm catching touchdowns, I'm in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Bro, I ain't, I ain't changed. You, I, st I still got respect. I still got love for you. You, you know what's crazy? It's, it's like, it's it's what they call street niggas. Yeah. 
That's people that get money out the streets yeah. 24-7. Right. And it's street guys. It's right. just guys born in the streets. Right. Me, I'm a street guy. I'm a hustler. I'm not a trapper. Right. I'm not about to sit out here and sell drugs every day. Right. So they can know my face. Kudos to whoever did it. I never sold crack. Never sold cocaine. I never, that's not my sway. I don't, I, I don't go tell you that. Everybody know that. But I'm not with that. But I'm with what I'm with, though. You right. get what I'm trying to say? But in life, man, it's it, even like rappers, they call everybody a rapper, but it's not. There's not a lot of rappers out today. If you're a rapper, that means hip hop pays your bills. Right. It's a lot of inspiring rappers. It's people out here that spend money to look like a rapper and try to be a rapper. Right. And they are the people out here getting into more trouble than the people that's actually getting paid off hip hop. So that should divide today. I think that they got to stop putting these guys in the same bracket. How could you put an upcoming rapper and put a headline like, he's the new this guy? What is the respect that, my man? Like, these guys are inspiring rappers. Rappers get paid off this. Right. Inspiring basketball. That's like saying a guy that play in the park is an NBA player. <laughs> so that's like niggas in OTE is NBA players. Right. That's like kids in college are NBA players. No, they inspiring NBA yeah. players. That's like these guys that get around rappers, they inspiring Inspired artists. Me. So it's a difference. You got to know the difference. And I think that's where the mental confusion comes from, from rappers and inspiring rappers. They feel like they got to hang around the guys that's inspiring. And that's when they go back to their old ways or get tied into some old shit. Right. I'm not doing that. If it's 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm not hanging around a bunch of mean, mugging-ass motherfuckers. Nigga, if you're not smiling, you're getting away from me. Right. That's my motto. I'm like, yo, bro, he's not smiling. What's wrong with him? Hey, get him some shots or he got to go home. Simple as that. Hell, real simple. I, your, your house got raided. I mean, I've never been in a situation. I mean, you see it on TV. So your house, your home is raided. You weren't home, but gun, but uh, uh, Gooch was. So what's it like? So when you get to call this, hey, Red, the Red Dogs kick it in? No, it was uh, Herring County back then. Oh, Herring County. Because they thought my house had drugs and prostitution rank and this. I'm like, brother, I'm a rapper. Like, I'm a rapper. Like, I'm not afraid to tell the guy I'm a rapper. Right. Bro, all that, bro, you ain't in the streets. You're right. They thought that was a front, huh? Oh, of course. There ain't no front. Like I look like selling weed or crack or pills, and I and I'm getting paid. I'm, getting, to go I'm making this 30s, bread. 40s, 60s, hundreds, and this to go do shows or go through walkthroughs or get right. paid. Like you, wild. New out. We see Gunner gonna get released. He pled the racketeering gang charges. People say he snitched. And normally, when the feds yeah, get you, yeah. the feds say that when the feds well, look when the feds come knocking. I don't know. The feds never touched my door, so shit, I'm good. But you, but you know, but you know the feds. I know of it. Yeah. I don't know it. When them alphabet boys come, you know, FBI, GBI, ATL. High-fiving them niggas. Yeah. What's up, my boy? <laughs> on the pistol? Shit, boy, I ain't no criminal. <laughs> I, well, I know a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Walk, what up, man? What's up, my boy? <laughs> Go take a goddamn Vegas bond. What up? But what? I'm not that guy. Right. I take pictures with anybody. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I read those shit. Right. I be reading like, damn, that's what they be doing? Gonna got released. Young Thug is still in. Damn. I know Phil Thugs are hard. Working, he's one of the most hardest working artists seen in my life. Right, he loves music, but who knows? Like God bless their situation. I hope they learn from it, man. I pray they be bigger, bigger and better people. From right. It. I read where you said, "I wish I hadn't started my rap career off talking about guns and violence." Yeah. Cause man, I just seen what it did to everybody. I seen it. I watched that shit invented drill music and all that. Before me, bro, I would never see people doing like crunk gang banging music. Right. That's what I wanted. I created my style. I like, so I'm gonna put this street shit in some parties. Right. And the shit just went to the left. Like, I watched everybody grow dreadlocks. I just watched them. I watched everybody party the same way. Niggas jumping the crowd, head banging, moving around. I watched it. I watched them have a crew of motherfuckers on stage jumping around. I watched it. I'm not saying they got, but I watched, they watched me do it. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I seen how far it went, though. It's a difference. See, due to me and these young guys today, see, we two different men, uh, monsters, right? When I came up, you know what my most important piece of my career was? What? My OGs. Okay. So every song I was talking about my big homies. These young kids today, they they think they the big homie. And I'm I'm here to tell you. Is it a lack of respect? And I don't even I don't care about that. Cause I don't even think about a nigga disrespecting me. I'm telling them young guys, hey, that's your self-destruction button. You got to tap into people growing in these OGs. You have to. I'm telling you, don't ever let these people that are doing business talk to you like you're a man, because you're not. Nigga, you young. You, they gonna get you that way. So for me, I always kept some older people around me, and I don't care what happened in my career or how I went, it created who I am today. And that was the biggest blessing I ever had in my life, because I was raised around OGs. Is rap music blamed for the gun violence in the community? Hell no, nah, that's the person. 
Hip-hop is not dangerous. It's the man that's rapping. My hip-hop career is not dangerous. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you this. You rapping about this, okay? You trying to get you trying to get get not noticed. Your debut album, you you rap about what you rap. Once you make it, should you stop? Should you change your messaging? I I I tell you this, shit. If you still rap about gangsters, you're alive. You're capping. I stopped rapping because I ain't. I, I ain't do it. I didn't, yo, that ain't shit, me. That ain't I never knew life. Yo, I'm my nigga. I, I skydived. I walked down Barcelona. I never knew this shit exists. Right. Yo, I never even went to festivals before I came a rapper. Right. I was in the streets. I never knew about festivals. I never even heard of that shit. Right. You got guys at street guys going to festivals doing gangster shit. That's crazy. What are you doing? Not bad. Right. No, I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, that's not my life, man. My life is, is just, it's not about drilling and killing and spinning. I'm not about to kill y'all, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> why, why do you think hip hop is the only music genre that glorifies killing its own? Oh, uh, it's just a mental condition. It's just the way they see each other. Like, as it's an animal thinking. Then, because everybody's in survival mode. Right. right? So the, if you act as if you got to survive, only thing that acts like you got to survive is an animal. Animal, yes. You see what I'm saying? So once everybody stopped thinking that they got to survive and live, it's two different perspectives. I know I just got to live. I don't have to survive no more. Right. So these guys are just in survival men, uh, mentalities. So that's why they got animal instincts. How do we get the recording companies to stop exploiting that because they push that? Uh, how do you get them to stop doing it? Yeah. How many billionaires we got that's rappers? Uh, we don't have to say, oh, we have Well, to. you got, let's see, Jay-Z is a billionaire. Diddy, probably, I think Diddy, Diddy might be one. Um, Rihanna's not a rapper, but she's a billionaire. Um, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, I think, What's stopping all these people that got all this money? Hey, I never touched a hundred million. I can't wait. Right. Me but, either. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. I'm talking about hundred million liquid, not just having a hundred million. I don't care what hundred million. I, I, a hundred million puzzle trucks. A hundred million. A hundred million puzzle pieces. I own a hundred million or something. That's true. But <laughs> I ask you this, right? Yeah. What's stopping people that got all this money, just saying, hey, look, y'all, let's all put a hundred million in. Let's create a major label. Let's create a distribution company. Let's get our kids assigned to us. It's not about making money, it's about keeping them to survive. Do you do you believe uh, that you can make it without talking about those things? The drugs, the guns, the sex, the violence. Can 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 you can you have a can you have a can you have a rap career I without? Just, I just heard Chance the Rapper. Okay. I heard J Cole. You guys don't. Again, it's what you glorify, okay? Right. Like, um, that's just it's just that's just life. You say you don't do that. Did you did you ever do drugs? Did you ever do pills? Did you ever do yes. lean? Yes, I was addicted to ecstasy from 14 to 27. Yes. Did you go to rehab or you just stop, man, I'm done with this. Done. I you ain't, so you ain't cold turkey. No, no, no intervention or nothing. I find it weak to depend on something else that you created as a man. Right. Especially. So I don't. I talked to a counselor for just to hear a perspective, mm -hmm. never to be a crutch. Again, God gave me something, choice, a mind. You have to build on your mind like you build on your basketball skills. And I want to overpower these shit. I want to overpower everything. I, I just, nothing could beat my mind, man, I'm telling you. You and Gu Gucci got, Gucci was on the drug, got clean. You and him had a falling out. Considering man, how- Me and Gucci ain't been. Best of friends to my first fucking mixtape. Y'all not best of friends. We always was like this, like. But but I mean, but you know, he he started here. You you was piggybacking, or you was tailing a truck. What what happened? Whatever term you want. Nigga, to I don't give a damn. Whatever they want. What 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 happened? Man. You said he didn't want you to rap. He wanted you to be hey, that look, King, look, look, I ain't gonna lie. I'm over talking about it. But it's his life. Right. I know I ain't do nothing flaw. Right. That's all I'ma say. Right. You get what I'm trying to say, like. But y'all, but y'all, 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 y'all cordial. Cordial, man, we good. Okay. But it's just like he's doing something totally different. I wouldn't move how he moved. Right. I couldn't do that. I'm just sorry. Like, hey, he happy doing what he doing. Right. And shit, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Right. So if we ever, if it ever intertwines some in, in a time and a place, then hey, it just it's what it is. But he happy, man. That, and to me, that's all I ever wanted to see my dog happy. Right. So he happy being where he at. I don't, I don't gotta be there. Right. I cheer for a nigga a mile away. I don't care. Um. Your brother. Yeah. Committed suicide. 
and I think you he before he did he called he reached out you missed his call. Yeah, definitely. How did that impact you? Shit, fucked me up, bro. Can't let you know, man. Just shit. You didn't know what your brother was going through, did you? Nah. And that let me know, man. I'm too into myself. And you missed the signs. Were they were there any warning signs? There's something yeah, that you could have picked up on. I, I could see because he was going blind. Okay. But again, I couldn't see you killing yourself. Honestly. Right. It was it was a selfish act. Right. I still didn't forgive him for it, to be honest. So that's probably a lot why it don't hurt me a lot. But man, that shit crazy, man. It, it crushed me. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, it's crazy. I still ain't like deal with. It. I ain't put it in the back of the burner. It just like shit happened. You've had some friends to also. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend I didn't know now committed suicide last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I always meet people like this. It's, it's what it is. I see my other little brother brains on the floor, got his head ran over by my next door neighbor that was drunk, old white guy. And he ain't never go to jail. You get what I'm trying to say? So it ain't make me grow up hating white people. Right. It's life, King. Right. I have to just, it's, there's nothing gonna break me and beat me down. How do you, how do you, I guess the word is cope. I don't say you get over you don't it. Don't cope. That's the wrong word. See, when you start attaching yourself to these words, you start falling with those. Deal symptoms. with it. It's nothing to deal with. It happened. Right. It's like saying so I you got. you just move on. So it, just, it happened. Move on, boo. Yeah, hey, yeah. What you gonna do about it? It gone. It's like having a cold. Fuck, I'm gonna sit and complain and cough all. Yeah, cough it. Oh, I'm gonna go get hey, some hurt. Help me get over it. Man, I ain't complaining. I'm gonna go fight it. So I complain after I'm done. But I'm gonna <laughs> deal with this. I'm that. I'm just. I was just built up to be like that. You gotta deal with it. Walker. There's no. Okay, man, this shit ain't so is that is that is that why how and why you're able to deal with things because you've had a lot of trauma, death in your in now, your life. My first superhero, right? My father. Mm -hmm. This guy's like this guy probably built probably a little bigger than you. Built, okay. but dark skin motherfucker. Right. The the, the glory guy. I'm right. Like, he's the he that nigga. Right. When I watched this guy sitting in the hospital, the size of my pinky dying from cancer. Cancer. And I said, God damn, what the fuck did my father do in life to die in that bed with that kind of sickness? And then I had to grow up and realize the kind of man he was. And that was his karma. That's another reason I didn't stay in the streets. I didn't want my karma to die in the hospital bed from cancer. That's why I'm so big in health right now. I just, I couldn't see myself being that. So watching my first superhero and my second superhero was my cousin, Kevin Ford. When I watched him go to jail for 25 years, under 16 years old, crushed me. He just got out of jail. He did 26 years. My older cousin. When I see shit like this, bro, it crushed me. So to see guys like that, I'm good, man. Facts. You mentioned help. You started farming. How's it going? And what are you growing on your farm? Uh, this year, I haven't did a lot on the farm because there's a lot that I wanted to bring to it. Uh, it was people like, yo, we want to do TV shows of you farming and this. And I had to crush all of them. Like, listen, y'all, I'm not doing this for, like, credibility. Right. The farm I got is it's more, it's more peace built. We don't slaughter animals on this farm. Right, okay. We don't smoke weed on this farm. We don't drink liquor on this farm. It's more of a yogi kind of thing. It's more of a peace. It's, man, I'm telling you, Sean, that, that was one of the best things that happened to my life. Right. To touch earth and see what earth come back and, and tell you. And for me, bro, a lot of people are like, yo, bro, I love who you are today. I'm like, look, my nigga, I'm not trying to act like it feel good. If you, it stop you from eating, indulging in a lot of food because you see the process of how the food got to grow. Right. I, I was taught you don't pull nothing out of earth unless you ask to take it out of earth. Then you, you put it back in. So that's, I love that part about farming, man. So you, you, your veggies, or your veggies from the, from the garden to the table? Yeah, baby. Why not? Why not? So you don't eat, you don't, you no, you no longer eat meat? Who? You. Yeah, I'm about to dead it. I eat it now. I'm about to dead it. I, next year is over. I'm a cold turkey guy. Ne I got to go back to it. Because that eat, I learned, man. I tried it, right? Yeah. You eat things that's dead, you always have dead ideas in your mind. When you eat clean and with life, watch the, the watch the, the is, watch how bright your ideas get. Like, you, the, the fucking, the depression stuff, it don't exist in that era. And then they created a word called vegan. I don't like that. Right. I don't like people calling themselves vegans because to me it stops you from growing mentally. It stops you from learning what you eat. So I, I become a, I'm a conscious eater. Right. I'm conscious of what it is. I'm a conscious drinker. I'm a conscious everything. 
I just want conscious and knowledge of what I'm doing. That's it. I watch air. Shit, you a guy I watch. If you tell me, I should rock your Bronco jersey. Right. Let's keep it pimping. You right. see what I'm saying? So it's guys like you that we get to watch and be like, damn. I watch you in the end of your career right now. Really do shit you should have been doing in your 30s. <laughs> Let's call church on that. Right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm watching that OG. I'm like, damn, he really showing us what you're supposed to be doing. And standing on business, too. Right. And, and that's where I'm at in life. I feel like people want me to keep doing music. I'm like, King, I'm 36 years old. Right. My daughter's 17. Like, I can't talk about bending y'all over and doing it. <laughs> Baby, I got, I'm grown. <laughs> like, my daughter friends might be looking at me to do that Right. Thing. How weird is that? Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? I just can't be that guy, man. Right. I, yo, I want to be 40 and 50. I can't right. fucking wait. I'm looking forward to being older. Right. You and I were talking off camera. You talk about you. I was like, man, you you a pretty big dude. They're like, yeah, but today he's like, I'm gonna get it right. He's yeah. like, I'm tired of having you say you got a Mr. Frog body looking like where did the pool when I take Bro, my what? pants off. You no BBL. You ain't doing no work. You ain't doing no nothing cosmetic. BBL. Nah, what's the fuck I would? Man, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something. What's the, the craziest shit? It gets to the point where nigga, you walk by a mirror, you be like. <laughs> 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 You're like, yeah, I, 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 who the fuck that is? Like, <laughs> and then I put a t-shirt on, ask me. Like, yeah. I want, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of jumping in the swim. I was just telling my, my cousin, I'm like, yo, I'm tired of going to the swimming pool with a t-shirt on. Come on, come on, Walker. Boy, I ain't getting that shit without no t-shirt. <laughs> she. 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 You know what I'm I want the V-line, you right. know what I mean? I can't wait to get it. So my new goal, man, is just to have like- at how, least, much, how much time are you giving yourself? Six months, a year? Um, When's your birthday? May 31st. May 31st. Oh, you got five months. No, I'm going before that. Are you, so oh. after this week when I get home, yeah, I'm going on a 14-day cleanse. Okay. With straight herbs and water. Right. After I eliminate the fat and the toxins in my body, I'm going straight to working out. Right. Immediately. I'm probably, I'm dead in all the meat. The so what, what's, what's the end goal? How much, I mean, how much you weigh now and what you're trying to get down I'm to? I'm 297. 297. Yeah, you tell my height, though. Right. You, what you trying to get down to? I'm going to probably bounce down like 255. 255. You're going to be diesel. Truck. Oh, yeah. Just cut. Toe up. Yeah, it's going. I'm underwear model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to cut up like newspaper. Man, man's, man's health magazine, boy. I'm like this. Yeah, you on the cover? What? Boy, they're like, boy, walk and trim it, though. You trim it, young man. What the fuck is you talking about? I'm grown, baby. You What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Talk about You talk about a lot of your businesses the rap thing, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the rap. I'm just so, not a good rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if I had good metaphors right. and shit, yo, sure, I'd be right there. Right. It takes too much time to do a song. Right. I'm just, I, I can fuck that. Sorry, I can't do eight, nine, ten hours in the studio right. anymore. But I got a little, I got little brothers and cousins. And my, I got artists. Right. It's not. You let them have that. Hey, they, man, they the truth. So I need to move out the way. And, let and, them do it. You know, so you, so you, your, your business is now. What what do you what, what's what's your business? What do you what are you proud of? You got a trucking company. You got a meat packing. You I tried uh, trucking. I did that. It's fun. Airbnb. Yeah, I, I can't do Airbnbs. I I cannot deal with motherfuckers fucking my property up and going behind you and then like, oh then you walk me tripping. You know that shit go over. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Uh, it, even so, when it comes like real estate and stuff, I, I never wanted to be the guy to buy all the houses. I tried that, and it bothered me to take advantage of people that didn't understand right. real estate to buy your house cheap and then sell it for more and celebrate while you still stuck in your same spot. Right. That bothered me. I'm not saying that people were wrong or right for it. So what I wanted to do is come from a higher perspective. I actually met a guy named Don, J- Don Jacobs, good brother in Atlanta. Right. The truth. So I learned a lot from, I'd rather come from a, a perspective where I could create a, a, a house that all oh, everybody could be in. 
Right. And I'd rather eat, I'd rather, if I made a hundred slices of pizza, I'm cool with eating a slice of pizza in this pie, this pie, this pie. I'm, I, I eat a hundred, a hundred uh, circles, I got me a hundred slices now. Right. And a hundred different ways to eat. So I wanted to come from a bigger perspective and not be on the ground with people that actually need it right. more than me. I read that you lost a lot of money in your rap career. Oh, hell yeah. How? Yo, but I... Did you blow Did you blow it or did somebody take advantage of you? Oh, one thing I never did was blow money. Okay. Let's get that. Clear. Okay. But yo, my accountant would show me like, yo, Walker, you know like 70% of your money you give it away? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, yo, you, the money you make, 70% of it you give it to people. Then I'm like, what the fuck? She was showing me like how I sent 5,000 head, this person, this person, this person, this person. And I literally was living off 30% of my career. Right. That's crazy. So you, you you gave damn near a lot of your money away. I ain't give it away. That's all God told me to do. Right. It, I, I didn't need it. That shit ain't break me either. Right. I, ooh, I probably... Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes, yeah. You made a lot of mistakes. Financial mistakes. So what lessons did you learn? Oh, Jesus. Everything. Everything. I'm sure... You got a tax attorney. You got... Man, I, I, I could be the tax attorney. Like, I'm actually about to go to school to learn it right now. I don't, accountants and shit, that's just, you, man, you don't really, QuickBooks, your accountant. If you can work QuickBooks, you really could do your thing, to be honest. But my accountant right now, he the truth. He from Egypt, my boy Sobe. Yeah. Sobe he, the he, GOAT. He got you straight? Oh, boy, he ain't no joke. He straight, he straight square business. I read, I read that you slept, you were sleeping at a hotel out Piedmont with your wife and daughter. Yeah. And you got a Rolls Royce and a Bentley parked outside. Yeah, my fa- I still got that, Bill. That's, that's my favorite. I call it my old school. It's a four-door flying spur. That's my old school. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, Cream? Black. Black. Matt Black. So, wh- why the hell are you sleeping in the hotel? I had to get out the house I was in. I couldn't get no house. My credit was fucked up. I couldn't have no... I was just... Just ghetto. Well, stuff. get out the Bentley. What, what, you need a, what, what do you need a Bentley and a Rolls Royce at a hotel for? Shit, I had a good room. I'm spending like, that's the mentality, right? You ain't so, at the Waldorf story. You and I had the four seasons in the presidential suite. I want to be a little more ducked off. <laughs> I was looking for a house at the time. Right. I was in that motherfucker for nine months. Yeah. The whole, I, you look. And I'm the hotel, the hotel remodeled after I got out of it. Hey, I spent like, suite. yeah, I spent about thirty twenty-five thousand yeah, a month in there. <laughs> I bought them niggas a whole new hotel. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. we go like, hey, Walker. Yeah, they like, call the Walker floor. Yeah, man. <laughs> so now, rap career, business career. If you were to sit down with aspiring rappers or guys, somebody that, that was in the rap game and says, man, Walker, I said how you made a clean break from it. You're not rapping anymore. You got all this going on in the business. What, 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 how do you say, what's the seminar? Uh, they all different. They all know too. Yo, Shark, I'm telling you, I'm on a bumper. They be looking at me like, man, they gonna walk, man. They be having that face like, bro, I'm finna give it to you, bro. Right. But the most, I, I, it just depends who they are. I always give them the game though. Some listen, some don't, and they come back years later like, hey, big bro, you was right. Man, I should have, man. I'm like, nigga, you know now. Let's let's get it going. Lay, we can't yeah. talk about what you what you should have done. Let's talk about what you need. They to should do. tap in though. Right. I ain't gonna come to them, but they should tap in. Right. I meet him in the middle. How did this real? I just want to know how the reality thing started. How you get? How how, how do you come to the? How they say? How they come to you and say, "Hey Walker, check this out. We got this idea. We think you ought to be on hip hop. We love it." Right? It was tacky. <laughs> but I wanted to, you wild Walker. You wild. Yeah, yeah. I wanted it because I know how I know how low level and low vibrating people could be sometimes. Right. So I knew if I get on TV, they're like, "Oh, that nigga broke." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they wouldn't think of me doing genius stuff. Then on another hand, I'm like, "Shit." My ex-wife now, my wife at the time, excuse me. I'm like, shit, she can have a girl. She can fuck around and be bigger than me. I'm like, shit, I'm like, and I was on some like retired stuff. I'm like, right. I need to learn business. Right. Then my daughter had a platform. I'm like, but I didn't think my daughter's gonna be on TV. She can't stand that shit. Right. But I'm just like, shit, my, my wife at the time, she be lit. Right. Like, what if she start bringing in an extra couple of million? That shit helped this yeah. household. You see what I'm saying? So, and that's what I wanted it for. That's all. And I wasn't afraid to get on television. I didn't give a damn. Do you think, did that, is that one of the reasons why you and your wife divorced? Because a lot of times when you, you know, you see, you see these, when you open yourself up to reality TV and you let everybody see your inner workings, it, it, a lot of times it ends up bad. Ah, it was me. 
It was you? Yeah, I was just young and dumb. I just, it was me, man. Now, whoever she say how she feel, but as a man, it's always going to be me. How the, I mean, you got a wife, you raising a child, but now under the specter of the public, I mean, there are a lot of but, people that have but, wife and kids, but it's not in the public side. Yeah, but that's, that, see, that's the thing. It's tough, right? I, I was a brother, a son, a husband, mm -hmm. a father, father, yeah, a CEO, yeah, a chairman of companies, pay attention to my career, mm -hmm. protect my, my, my freedom, mm -hmm. my life, and think of new business ideas. That's 10 things. 11, I got to learn how to protect it. 12, I got to know what's going on. I'm like, fuck, it's, it, was, it was a lot to handle. Right. And nobody understood how, how something was going to fall short. But then it got to a point in my career where it was like, yo, Walker, like, you, enough is enough, man. You got to, like, let go. And I just got to a point where I was like, but I can't handle that shit. It's over. I'm tired of living for everybody else. Right. And I got tired of seeing my, my, my wife just live, live with this umbrella over her. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. like, yo, be free, my nigga. Like, I love you to die. You sh like, whatever you go through in life, I'm still gonna help. I'm there. It's nothing like that's my dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's one of my best friends. Like, so it just, it just, it gets to a point where you're like, damn, yo, you chew too much. I ain't fail at nothing. It was just a lot. I just wanted to help everybody. Like, I just seen a lot of people don't have the kind of drive I had. And I'm not right. trying to hold it over you, but fuck it. I guess God did it for me to do it so right. you could learn from it. And I learned in that process, you're pushing people, you can be pushing them to their death. A lot of people don't can't afford to be pushed. Right. They have to edge in their life. Right. So I had to learn that as well. A lot of mistakes I made, I didn't want people to walk down certain avenues because I was afraid they wouldn't make it out how I did. So I, I lied to them like it's something else just so they ain't got to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot of shit that went on in the middle of it. Bro, you've had a, you have a, a very inspiring story. To see where you came from, see the mentality that you had, to see where you are now and the transformation that you've gone through is nothing short of a miracle. Well, Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Stop, thanks for stopping by with a homie. Always. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.